Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Star's daily sports podcast. It's Monday, November 2nd, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. The Chiefs did what they were expected to do on Sunday, defeat the New York Jets soundly. The A-team gathered on Sports Beat Live after the game to talk about Patrick Mahomes' five touchdown passes, punter Tommy Townsend's one pass, and the overall solid play of the defense. You'll hear that here. After a break, you'll hear from Mahomes and Townsend as they discuss their roles in the game. So let's get going talking Chiefs, starting with the A-team of Vahe Gregorian, Sam McDowell, Sam Mellinger, and Herbie Teo. Hey, welcome to Sports Beat Live, the Stars Chiefs postgame show. It's the postgame show when we do it on Sunday. Uh, when we do it on Thursday or Friday, it's the Stars pregame show for the Chiefs. Hey, but we just got finished watching the Chiefs uh, defeat the New York Jets 35-9. to And um, uh, not an unexpected outcome, not an unexpected score. Let's talk about it with the panel. And we've got Sam McDowell here tonight. Hey, Sam. What's going on, guys? Hey, Vahe Gregorian is back in the office after spending the day at the Arrowhead Stadium press box. Good hustle, Vahe. Yep, just uh, just trying to pick them up and put them down. Glad to be here between two Sams. <laughs> and uh, and the bottom half of the Sam sandwich is Sam Mellinger. What's up, Sam? <laughs> Honored to be here. Um, and listen, nobody works harder to be on this program than Herbie Tiope. And once again, <laughs> and once again, he's out there battling. <laughs> um, we think we're going to get him uh, from his car at some point. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's not a show without Herbie. So, um, uh, Herbie, if you're Actually, out it's there, much, it's very much a show with Herbie trying to get into the show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so, hey, guys, uh, this show is about us talking Chiefs, and it's about you all uh, asking us questions and delivering your comments about the Chiefs. So many of you have weighed in already and uh, we will get to as many of them as we can uh i wanted to start today talking to sam mcdowell because i know what he wrote about and that's patrick mahomes and the offense and that was i think the the obvious storyline of the game sam I, I look i think the chiefs played well all over the place tonight today uh but what stands out and what you know what'll be the headline nationally from this game five touchdown passes and um, and a passer rating that was the second best in Patrick Mahomes' career. What'd you end up writing about? Um, well, like you said, I guess the obvious. Um, <laughs> I mean, Patrick Mahomes had the best game that he's had this season, and it was vintage Patrick Mahomes. We've talked so much about the fact that this year has been about him adjusting mentally to the way defenses are playing him, um, to the way his own defense is playing and not taking the risks. And the risks this year have been downfield because of the way teams are defending them. This year, every uh, th- today, I mean, everything was open. And what really stood out to me, on, on one play specifically, the first touchdown to Tyreek Hill, literally everything was open. Um, but really stood out to me is in the postgame when Mahomes said that um, now teams know they have more than one way to beat you. And I was like, I, I think we knew about, I think we knew about this one. Um, but the way the Jets played it was almost as if they didn't know about this one because everybody in postgame talked about the fact that everyone wanted to take away the run today. And I don't know why if you're if you're defending Patrick Mahomes, your your objective is to take away the run. 
Well, and some of the, you know, Mahomes' decision-making today was uh, involved the RPOs, right, uh, the run-pass option, and I, I don't know how many, maybe we'll get uh, later this week what the breakdown was, but, uh, you know, the guy was, what was he, was it 31 of 42? I wrote it down here somewhere. Yeah, for 416, five touchdowns. Yeah, with a 144.4 passer rating. Um, the the yards uh, were the fourth best of his career. The touchdowns, the five touchdowns tied for the second most. He's had two games of six. So I'm um, just imagining Greg Williams after the game, just going back in the locker room, like, whoo, who was that guy? Like, well, I didn't see, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> and uh, we stopped the run. <laughs> um, Le'Veon Bell didn't do this. So, uh, <laughs> excellent game but but he was he was on from the get-go as well it's one thing to to pile up the big numbers part of that is i i think that the the strength of the jets defense is up front and they were missing bradley mcdougall they were missing some guys and it's the jets so the opportunity for success was there and patrick mahomes is a good enough player to take full advantage of of the success um you know, I think your line of questioning after the game was, I think, what everybody had on their mind. What um, can were the Chiefs going to be, you know, prepared to to take this game seriously and take the, the Jets seriously? And uh, I, I think they showed from the outset that they were. Yeah. And I think that um, Andy Reid and the coaches have wondered if the Chiefs are going to take these kinds of games seriously. I mean, he, he can say and he did today. In his press conference, um, I think even in my question about like, I'm not worried about complacency. Um, that's not something I worry about with this group, but he keeps bringing it up, you know, <laughs> week after week after week. So it, it, it's on his mind and it makes sense that it would be. Um, it absolutely does. And, and I think that, um, look, like casual Chiefs fans are probably not going to care that much about the Chiefs Jets. Right. But I think that those of us that follow the team pretty closely know that these games matter. Right. Like these games, like you only get so many, so many opportunities to practice. You only get so many opportunities to play, to improve, like all those things. And, you know, you can't waste them. And that's that's a thing that Chiefs teams in the past have done, you know, play down to their their competition. Tyron Matthew talked about that specifically. Um, so it's it just I, I think that's that's an important thing. They kept them out of the end zone. Um, the last three weeks, they've given up an average of 14 points and they've scored seven and set up 17. On, on defense. I mean, th- those are, those are pretty good indicators of, of how seriously this team's taken. it. And, and if there are any doubt, uh, defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnolo showed him a, a film Saturday night, showed the defensive yeah. players a film Saturday night of Kobe Bryant, uh, kind of an inspirational film about how Kobe managed to, you know, stay motivated and, and, and get better every day. And Tyron Matthew, Tyron Matthew talked about that uh, in the, in the post game. If, if this game had a moment, if it had a play that stood out, I don't know if you could call it a pivotal play or a game-changing play, uh, but it was it was most certainly the most fun play. It'll be one of the, probably the most talked-about play. It was Tommy Townsend's pass to Byron Pringle. Uh, Tommy Townsend, of course, is the punter. And uh, the ball went uh, 13 yards on, I think it was fourth and four from about midfield. And it was interesting because Trent Green on, on the broadcasts said to be alert for a fake punt here. He called it, and the Chiefs executed it. So, Vahe, I, I think you dug deeper into that moment. I, I think what uh, the Chiefs apparently had seen on on, uh, on tape or film, whatever we call it these days, was that the Jets, Jets had a tendency to 
turn and run downfield without uh, without really accounting for defending the play. And uh, the Chiefs avail themselves to that. Um, you know, let me take a little history of uh, being an aggressive punter uh, as a runner. Uh, I think he even got a couple penalties against Missouri um, for some some tackling uh, 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 beyond the norms. Um, so he's he's more than just the sort of conventional punter. It it was kind of fun. He had a little fun with it after the game, and so did Patrick. I I, I had not known we don't get to go in the locker rooms this year. Uh, that his locker was next to Patrick. So he was kind of joking that he thought a little Patrick rubbed off on him. Um, but I think it's been six, seven years, at least since he threw a pass in the game. And that would have been the way he put it was his freshman year in high school. And, and look, uh, we're all trying to find our angles on games, right? So uh, we, I sort of thought, you know what? It did change the game a bit. The Chiefs were still going to romp, right? But you kind of still have to, as they like to say, stack plays and, kind of make it happen still. And I think the interesting part of this, and it's something we talked about in our podcast earlier this week when uh, I think I was joking that they were going to open the game with Travis Kelsey passing to Eric Fisher. Like, you know, they're not going to resort to any trickery. They're just going to do this stuff. And I think it I think it, it was interesting to see that they felt like they've got to seize the game, right? Even though it's the Jets, they got to take control and get this out of the way and take care of business. And to use Tyron Matthews' term from uh, uh, one of our questions, uh, you know, not stoop, right, down to that level and be, be them. So I, that was, in that sense, something that said, well, we're taking the opponent seriously. Um, we we got to get get a hold of this. Well, I'm glad to know that, you know, Tommy Townsend went to Florida. I'm glad to know that the uh, Mizzou-Florida blood predates last night. Um, <laughs> and um, – uh, as for, you know, as for seizing the moment and uh, look, the the Chiefs, you know, got the kickoff. They put together, I think, their best opening game drive of the year, 85 yards or 90 yards. Right. Because of the Iron Bringle called for a face mask on the kickoff return. And so they go 90 yards. Mahomes five for five for 85 yards on the drive. But the Jets come down and get a field goal. Chiefs turn around and get a touchdown. Jets come back and get another field goal. And they've chewed up a lot of clock doing it. And I'm thinking this is exactly how the Jets need to play this game with the exception of, you know, settling for field goals. They need to get the ball in the end zone. But after after each team had two possessions, the Jets were, you know, had are still within a score and had taken a lot of time off the clock. So the, you know, the second Chiefs touchdown was set, was set up by, it was the, you know, the, the, the long, the, the, the Mahomes to Tyreek Hill first touchdown pass was the play after the Tommy Townsend fake, fake punt. So. I think that's a good point that they felt like it was important to, you know, to, to play, to seize the moment. And, and Andy Reid addressed that after the game, I think, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Um, I asked him just kind of, you know, I didn't want to, uh, Sam McMellinger was really funny. But each time, Sam, you, you, you asked a question about not to put down the jets, but, uh, <laughs> just kept trying to find a way to say, like, you know, talk about, and I kind of try to, uh, I kind of be a little, try to be a little soft with Andy on that. You know, are you, uh, you, you might've won the game anyway, <laughs> but, but he did respond to that. Like, you, know, you can't leave points on the table and uh, you gotta, you gotta go, go make things happen basically. And, and, uh, but really I, I it, it's too bad. I don't know if they can use that same play again now. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, Herbie Teope's in the house. What's up, Herbie? 
What's going on, fellas? Good to see you, man. We get, get Look, chased looks out like of, he's very much not in the house, actually. <laughs> we get chased out of the, the press box, and, and now I'm like looking around to see if anyone's going to chase me out of the parking lot. <laughs> Herbie, well, can you take your mask off when you're in the door? Hey, you know what, though? I am going to follow the rules. I'm going to set the example. You got to wear a mask whenever you're on Arrowhead Stadium premises, so I'm still on Arrowhead, so the mask will stay on. Hey, how about Andy, Andy going back to the Shield wow. today? I thought that was interesting. Uh, I like, I've really come to like that look of the windshield. <laughs> I really do. He looks weird in Denver, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I think when when it, when there's an when, there, when there's an Andy Reid bobblehead made, it needs to come with the Shield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Herbie, what were your takeaways? Big, uh, we talked a little bit about Mahomes uh, about taking the Jets seriously. And the uh, the Tommy Townsend play. What else you got for us? Hey, the Chiefs won the game that they were supposed to win. You know, no letdown whatsoever. It, of course, you know I'm sitting up there in the press box, and it's like it's fourteen to six, and I'm not having that good feeling yet. And I kept looking over at the guys. I'm like, man, I don't know, I don't know. Then, then finally, after the halftime, you, you got the sense that they were finally going to put the game away. But they won the game they're supposed to win. The Jets had no business being in this game against against uh, the high powered Chiefs. And so the biggest takeaway to me was, if you're a team champion you got to win these games you, you, you can't leave any doubt whatsoever and they left no doubt in anyone's mind that they are the defending super bowl champs did you guys see the graphic that cbs had um i think it was in the fourth quarter about uh winning percentage of remaining opponents yeah I, that included the jets though oh it did yeah okay it, it said entering this week gotcha okay so Still pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, now they now they flip to the toughest schedule in the NFL once the one seven <laughs> Jets are out of the equation. <laughs> but it, I mean, it really is. They still um, it, it's they got Bucks, Saints, Raiders. Eh, um, but I mean, there, there's a lot of Falcons on there, and you know, I mean, it's um, it is a pretty soft schedule with the two games. And, and yeah. the Steelers, the Steelers um, obviously stayed undefeated today, and, and their schedule is pretty soft as well. Right, and you you mentioned the Steelers win over at, at Baltimore, which keeps them uh, undefeated. Dropped Baltimore to a second loss, and the Tennessee Titans got a second loss today as well to the Bengals. So if there is a um, uh, if, if the season ended today, uh, for writing that, the Steelers the one seed, the Chiefs would be the two seed. Um, Brian Johnson asked. He got in early. He asked if uh, McCole Hardman's okay. You know how we know McCall Harbin's okay? <laughs> <laughs> McCall Harbin came to the post-game interview, and that doesn't happen if a player is injured. Even uh, a little bit. Even, even if it's a hangnail. <laughs> so McCall Harbin is okay. But I, I thought the same thing. Uh, yeah. Went down, took, took a helmet to the, um, you know, to the upper, uh, upper leg, and I, I just thought maybe a pretty bad contusion there. But uh, I don't know how much he if how much he played after that, but he he's okay. How was that? If he played, okay, okay. Um, what about what about Tyreek Hill after having to be carried off the field by Patrick Mahomes? Did not yeah. speak to the media. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, I like I like Patrick Mahomes' comment on going down the field after the first touchdown. When he was asked if that was the idea to carry him off, you know, carry him back to the sideline after the first touchdown, and Mahomes said no, 
It was to get him out of the stands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mahomes has like a, a, a almost like a Tiopian respect for rules because he was like, I, I don't know exactly, <laughs> what but I was just trying to get him out. I know it's not good. <laughs> Oh, you, know, you know, you know who didn't have a respect for rules today was uh, Travis Kelsey after his touchdown, <laughs> yeah. and you know, going for the Tony Gonzalez slam dunk over the goalpost cost the Chiefs fifteen, which was applied on the on the kickoff, and then the kickoff goes out of bounds. So the Jets are starting uh, their that final drive at midfield, but that possession ends with another big play by the Chiefs, and the reason that I gave I gave the special teams an A today. A blocked field goal for the first uh, first time. I think yeah. it's the first block this year. But Armani Watts breaking through and getting the block. McCole Hardman scooped it up. I, I thought it, uh, just a, for a moment, I thought he had a scoop and score there. But I think he said that he just couldn't get a good grip on the ball, and uh, and and, uh, and so it was basically it was so that left the score twenty one to nine at halftime. And and I, I was with Herbie. You know, I kind of felt a little odd about the game. Just after for a couple of possessions, but at halftime, I just thought, you know what? That's um, they're in, they're in good shape here. Yeah, I mean, I I never thought the Jets being down by a score was 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 problematic. Um, they're not really a dangerous team when <laughs> when within eight or whatever it was. Uh, I, I just I, I thought that she's controlled the game from from start to finish, regardless of the fact that the Jets were able to drive down and get some field goals. I, I just. Never thought it was a game that the Chiefs had to sweat. Um, and it goes to Sam's point because the Chiefs have been talking about this year about how this isn't a team they have to worry about for, with complacency. These guys are veterans. They know better. But to what you said earlier, Blair, the fact that Steve Spagnola last week said every day in that week he mentioned complacency, and then this week he feels the need to show him the Kobe Bryant movie last night, it's obviously something they're concerned about. So whether they want to admit it or not, I think today, and it's probably what Sam wrote about, checks a box that this coaching staff felt like they needed to check. Yeah, they've got the attention. I mean, it's it's a really unique thing that the Chiefs have right now is like this this roster that is as talented as they are um, and already accomplished as they are um, and young. You know, it, it's not a group that's holding on for another year and they have got a great coaching staff and not just that but those it all you know there's a very healthy you know like productive trust and and sort of creativity that's that's just mutually there between both sides and it's 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 a really cool thing to be able to watch hey it's blair we have a special subscription offer for sports beat kc listeners unlimited digital access to the kansas city stars award-winning sports coverage Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site, and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important please visit kansascity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. Hey, Patrick. Um, 
it seems like a few times this year we, we've been talking to you about it, sort of accepting the fact that maybe the stats aren't always going to be there, whether it's the way defense, your defense is playing, whether other defenses are defending you. I guess just what did it feel like today to sort of be able to open up? And I know you don't check the stats all the time, but still to, to, to feel like you were having a big day out there pretty consistently. Yeah, I mean, it's always it's always fun to go out there and, and, and score touchdowns and do all that different type of stuff. But uh, we kind of been saying it all year long is we have a lot of ways that we can beat teams. And uh, today they, they were doing a good job of kind of uh, stuffing up the run. And we, we were, took it to the air and, and threw the ball and, and made plays happen that way. And so – um, now that uh, you kind of see it, that we can throw the ball on teams, we run the ball on teams, and it's about taking what's there and finding the best way to win a football game. Next to Dave Scrutter. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Patrick, I was just curious what went into that uh, touchdown celebration with Tyreek, and it actually looked like you tried to to give him a ride on his first one also and, and maybe didn't make it quite as far. No, the first one I was just trying to get him out of the stands. I mean, uh, I'm just because uh, he went up there and I need a, and I don't know the rules on that, but I know it's not probably the best thing to do. So I was trying to get him back down, and then uh, the uh, the second one uh, it looked like he was a little dinged up. So I mean, he he made a great play on the ball, and I got him over there, and luckily he ended up being fine. So uh, we're just having fun out there. Let's go next to Aaron Land. Go ahead, Aaron. Patrick, this might be the last time we get you before election day on Tuesday. I know how much you have dedicated just. So getting people out and uh, making it eligible for them to use their vote, what would you say to them as we uh, round the final turn? Yeah, I would say just just finish the job. Go out there, vote, use your voice. Uh, no matter where you live, no matter who you're voting for, use your voice and, and do whatever you think is best for you, this country, and your family. Go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Patrick, you've talked about how patient you've had to be this year. and But did you have a feeling after watching video of the Jets and, and knowing how Greg Williams plays defense that today was going to be the day that some things opened up down the field for you? Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that necessarily. Uh, I think he does a good job of stopping the run. I think if you watch uh, this entire season, they've done a good job usually of, of getting their kind of cornerbacks and linebackers in there and, and stopping the run. So I knew there would be some opportunities to me to make some throws. Um, and, and I thought the dudes did a good job of finding the open spaces and zones. And so uh, it's good to be able to do this, uh, have a game like this, uh, going into another great opponent next week, um, and kind of show that we can we can do multiple things, not not just one. Go next to Pete Sweeney. Go, Pete. Hey, Patrick, congrats on the win. Uh, Andy had mentioned that there were some RPOs built in today. It certainly felt like maybe there were more, and you had a tendency to throw a little bit more than you uh, were running today. Just what were you seeing out there? Yeah, just the uh, kind of the alignments of, of, of defenders. Uh, they, were, they were really focused on stopping the run, which they did a good job of doing. Uh, we have to obviously try to be better there. Um, but uh, they were coming down fast, and I, the guys were getting open in space, and I was putting it in their hands. And I think the the biggest thing was he kept calling those plays. He kept giving me the option to do uh, run or, or throw the pass. And I think when you do that, it really puts a lot of stress on the on the defense. Let's go next to Matt McMullen. Go ahead, Matt. Hey Patrick, uh, five touchdown passes today. I'm curious, which one was your favorite? Um, my favorite is probably the last one, just because I got a, got a check to it, and we've been working on that check for a while. We got the look that we liked, and we're able to check and make the play happen. So that, was, I would say that was that one or the the underhand one. I mean, the underhand one's sweet, man. Every time I get that opportunity to do that, I, I, I take, try to take advantage. Let's go next to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Patrick, I'm just wondering if there's a different feel for you halfway through this season than in the two previous and if so what that feeling might be about yourself and how the team is playing right now 
yeah, I wouldn't say uh, a different feel. The thing to me that uh, that I've learned from in my experiences is that we have the team that can go get whatever we want to get. Um, going into the last few seasons, you, you haven't won, you haven't had that Super Bowl championships. So you don't you don't know for sure. You think you do, but you don't know for sure. And I, I know that we have the players in this locker room, and now it's about the effort that we put in every single day and and the really grind of every single day, not taking anything for granted. Uh, that that that's what it's going to take. And I think uh, we have the leaders in this room to try to make a run at it. Connection, Matt. Derek, Hey, Patrick. I'm curious about your perspective from the sideline of the the fake punt, and also just how important was that to keeping that drive going, and also what's your critique on the throwing skills of Tommy Townsend? No, I thought it was sweet, man. He ripped that thing. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't no like lollipop at all. I mean, he caught it and ripped it over there. So it was. It was pretty impressive. I actually didn't know it was happening. I was trying to go for it, and Coach Reed was just was. I should have known by the way he just kind of threw. He said, oh, "Just go ahead." Like let this, the, he said, the special teams out there, and I was like, "Man, you're not going to even think about it." And I guess he already had things planned ahead. And I think Tobe does a great job, uh, and he has for a very long time of, of having different tricks and and different ways to execute at a high level for that special teams group and. Uh, it gave us a, it gave us a chance to have another play, and we we were able to score on it. It was a big point in the game. Got time for three more with Sam, Todd, and then Vahe. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, um, Patrick. I, I mean this with no disrespect to the Jets, right? But the, their record is what they are. Uh, I, I'm just curious. Do you judge yourself? Do you judge the offense's performance a little bit differently uh, against this opponent than you would, you know, the Ravens or a team that you expect to see in January? I, I don't. I mean, uh, if you look at this defense and how they've played this year, I mean, they might not have won uh, any any games, but they they're in games and they're competing and they're and they're doing their they're doing their job. I mean, I mean, they're they're a team that has a lot of talented players. And uh, uh, we went out there and we had to execute at a high level. And you have to do that in this league. You can't take anyone for granted because uh, I mean, there's great football players in every single team that you're going to go up against. Let's go next to Todd Lebo. Go ahead, Todd. Uh, well, first off, Patrick, what's the that when Anthony Sherman caught the underhand pass, they said it was smoked sausage. Did you have a name for it when Travis catches it? It was called Stampede Right. Stampede Right, very nice. And at this point, we're in November, right? And Pittsburgh and, and Baltimore just played. Pittsburgh pulled it out; they're undefeated. Are you looking at the scoreboard? Are you scoreboard watch anything like that yet? And if you ever do that, when does that click in? Um, I mean, uh, I think uh, you can't do that. You have to focus on the opponent that you have every single week. Um, I mean, Pittsburgh, uh, they, they won their game. They're undefeated. Uh, they're a great football team. And so for us, uh, we just try to win as many games as possible. And if, if we win them all and we're 15-1 and and they're 16-0, they deserve to be the number one seed. The last of my head for you. Go ahead, bye. Hey, Patrick. Uh, I assume you've seen uh, Tommy throw before. So you, did you know he could uh, he could dish it like that? And, and you know, just one other part about that play it's thirty-five to nine, the final score. But but do moments like that really make a difference, even in a lopsided game like this? In the end, one hundred percent. Those moments, I mean, especially in the beginning parts of the games, uh, those are those are huge moments in the game. Getting the momentum in your favor and getting getting things going and, and putting points on the board. I mean, that, that changes the whole entire game. Um, and so, uh, obviously, it was a big play. And I've seen Tommy throw, but I mean, you, you never know when, until someone gets under pressure how they're gonna how they're gonna perform. And he did it. He's done a great job of, of, of punting the ball and, and a, a great job of throwing it so far. Hey, Tommy, congrats on the win. Uh, play comes in for the fake. Just what was going through your mind, and, and how easy was it to fire off that pass? 
Uh, well, you know, running out there, I mean, of course, like, I'm, I'm pumped if we have the opportunity to run a fake. Uh, but, yeah, I got out there. We got the look we wanted. And uh, from then on, I was just thinking, you know, just don't baby. Get it out there to them. Um, just like I've been doing, you know, all week, past couple weeks in practice, I guess. And, uh, yeah, I got out to Pringle. He made a nice catch and uh, got a couple yards. Let's go next to Herbie Kiopi. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, Tommy. Were you at least – were you a bit concerned, though, when the when – the- all seem to go high because Pringle had to make the adjustment and jump up there. That's, I was wondering, like, what was your reaction when you saw the ball going high? Um, I mean, I wasn't like I said. Oh, I'm, I guess I'm not. Wasn't too concerned. Uh, Pringle's a great athlete. He's got r- great hands, and uh, you know, luckily, yeah, I was, was in a good enough spot for for him to catch and, uh, like I said, get get a few yards. But uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I wasn't too worried. Like I said, we've been practicing it the past couple weeks, and uh, we've been executing it great. So, uh, so I, I was pretty confident going into that next to Aaron Ladd. Go ahead, Aaron. Tommy, I'm curious if you were exactly when the last time you threw a pass in a football game was, whether it was high school or something like that. I, I, people are picking you apart on Twitter, man. They say your stance was a little wide. Maybe you threw baseball more recently. When was the last time you threw something? Uh, shoot, the last pass in the game was probably like freshman year of high school or something like that. After, after freshman year, I played a lot of corner and safety. And, uh, and yeah, that was about it. But I, I did play baseball all throughout high school. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Let's go next to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. I, I, I apologize. I had, I had bad form on that. <laughs> Tommy, I just wanted to get your reaction to Patrick's reaction of you throwing the football. Clearly, you know, reigning MVP, Super Bowl League MVP. Just what was it like to get congratulations from him? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's awesome. I mean, we have lockers right next to each other, so I, I can't help but say that it rubbed off a little bit onto me on that throw. But, uh, yeah, no, uh yeah, I, I mean, it's it's pretty cool anytime you get recognition from Pat and, you know, some of these leaders and big-name guys on the team, especially as a rookie. It's it's really something cool, you know. All right, guys, we got time for a couple more before we get Tommy out of here. We're going to go Matt Derrick and then Mitchell. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Tommy, I'm, I'm curious about the play call coming in. I mean, how much warning did you get that that play call was going to be coming on? And did you know that, you know, you said you mentioned a couple of times, this, you know, you've worked on it a few times this, the last couple of weeks. Did you know that for certain that this was probably going to go into the game sometime today? Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, we we've been practicing in certain certain uh, certain parts of the field, um, and you know, going into that punt, I knew we were in in that I guess area to uh, to run that fake and checked with uh, Coach Toe before um, before we went out for the punt and um, got the call and went out there, got the look, and uh, yeah, I just went for it. We'll go to Mitchell with the last one. Go ahead, Mitchell. Hey, Tommy, if you could compare what it's like to see a ball going from your hands and then seeing Patrick Mahomes, the way he's throwing the ball, how would you compare the two? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's that's a tough question. I mean, he has one of the strongest arms in the league, and I don't know. I was just thinking just get it out there to him. So um, I'd like to check the uh, the velo on, on both, of, both of our passes and compare them. But, uh, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> That'll do it for today. Thanks to our production staff of Derek Donovan, Randy Mason, Beth Welch, Jeff Rosen, Chris Fickett, and Savannah Smith. A tip of the cap to Herbie Teope, Sam McDowell, Sam Mellinger, and Vahe Gregorian for stopping by and talking Chiefs. Stories from the Chiefs' victory over the Jets can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. Speaking of KansasCity.com, we got another deal for you, especially for those who want to deep dive into the Stars' terrific Chiefs coverage. For a limited time, you can subscribe to Sports Pass for 99 cents a month. That's right, 99 pennies a month. After three months, it auto-renews at $5.99 a month unless you cancel. 
How do you get the deal? You go to kansascity.com slash sportspass2020. That's kansascity.com slash sportspass2020. Do you want more than just sports coverage? I know I do. Check out the entire Kansas City Star product. Sports, news, features, commentary, and analysis, the whole thing. You get all the stories written by my talented colleagues, plus additional news, sports, and business coverage with the E-Edition. The details for all of these deals can be found at account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. Listen, I know that's a lot of dots and dashes, and if you're having trouble hunting down any of these offers, send me an email, bkirkoff at kcstar.com, and we'll get you to the right place. Whether it's the Sports Pass or the full subscription, you're getting and supporting the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City and helping us produce programs like Sports BKC. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Tuesday with another episode.